Hello, listeners. My name is Mark Ranger, and I am the host of the RBFTT podcast, also known as Ranger's Battlefield for the Truth. My podcast is currently on Spotify and Anchor FM, which this year was bought up bought out by Spotify podcasters. You can keep up to date with my episodes by following me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, <clears throat> which is now called X. Another way you can follow me is through my link tree page. You can find a link to the link tree on my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook bio section. Link tree has the links to all my social media accounts and any of the links to important information, other podcasters, websites, videos, documentaries, and or articles that I share. Thank you for listening to the RBFTT podcast. Today is Monday, September 4th, 2023, and being recorded today is episode 110, titled, Will There Be a 2024 Election? I will be discussing how climate change is being blamed for Phoenix Airport's profit and revenue issues. Arizona Republic newspaper thinks you're an idiot if you threaten Democrat politicians. Tucker Carlson predicts war with Russia in 2024, and Trump tells his loyalists, Do not comply to the new COVID mandates. Uh, Before I discuss the other news I have for you today, I wanted just to discuss some articles from a newspaper that I picked up the other day. Uh, I live in Phoenix, Arizona, so this newspaper is called the Arizona Republic. Uh, The date for this newspaper is August 31st, so only a few days behind us, but I bought it because the front page caught my attention. Climate change hurts Phoenix Airport. Now, before reading the the entire article, I immediately knew it was on the front page for a reason. To push the climate change propaganda. Climate change could hurt Phoenix Airport. Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport could lose money in the future because of climate change and extreme weather, the city disclosed in May. The city's Civic Improvement Corporation, a non-profit entity of the city, is uh, issued a $96 million airport revenue bond series in May to pay back debts related to the smaller Deer Valley and Goodyear airports in the North and West Valley. In the offering statement to potential investors, the Phoenix entity said, wildfires, long-term effects of climate change, passenger awareness of climate change impacts of aviation, um, as well as government regulation intended to reduce climate change effects, could harm the airport's ability to generate revenue. Mayor Kate Kate Gallagher responded to the disclosure on Monday, telling the Arizona Republic, climate change is undeniably our new reality, and that she has sought to put this reality front and center in governance in hopes it can bring more awareness to the shared 
challenge. It's reasonable to assume that it might get hotter in Arizona in the future. That might be a real risk to impact to wait. That might be a real risk that impacts the economy. In other words, the more risk, the costlier it is for cities to borrow. The Phoenix disclosure outlines a handful of ways to a handful of ways climate change could harm the airport and, by extension, investors. Weather patterns, droughts, and fire could negatively affect the airport's operations and infrastructure, while new regulations could weaken the airport's financial conditions, the disclosure says. It's not theoretical. Early in August, Hurricane Hillary, which was downgraded to a tropical storm, led to the cancellation of more than 150 flights at Sky Harbor. Extreme heat has grounded planes on three separate occasions in the airport's history. In 1990, when the temperature hit 122 degrees, and in 2013 and 2017, when the temperature hit 119 degrees. And elsewhere, earlier in the summer, wildfires in Canada blanketed much of northeastern United States in dense haze, forcing 600 flight cancellations and 2,500 delays. According to media reports at the time, uh, okay, new regulations targeting greenhouse emissions could also require significant upgrades to planes and facilities and increase the cost of jet fuel, or both, thereby increasing the cost of air travel and potentially reducing air travel demand. As climate catastrophes become more, more frequent, so, does, so too does scrutiny over how adequately municipalities are pairing and um, warning investors. Sorry, preparing and warning investors. The disclosure by Phoenix Civic uh, Improvement Corporation came a month before Phoenix entered a blistering summer with record-breaking heat waves and a month after Gallego called on the Federal Emergency Management Agency to identify heat as an emergency disaster in her 2023 State of the City address. Now, notice that... Throughout the article, Terry Spencer, and if you can even call him, um, you know, a journalist uh, of the U.S. Today Network, blames the loss of income for Phoenix Airport on climate change also on you. Now, why do I say that? They blame it not only on climate change, but they also blame it on you. Because that is the propaganda. When they talk about how dangerous climate change is, whether it is so-called you know, journalists, politicians, the climate czar, John Kerry, the Biden administration, World Economic Forum, etc. They're all, they're, they're talking about how dangerous you are. In, exa- in this example... Uh, Phoenix Airport is not losing money because of, you know, overpriced flight tickets, um, how shutting down travel for a year in 2020 caused a loss of tens of billions in profit and revenue, or how traveling was down in 2021 due to mass mandates, or how inflation has skyrocketed so the average American is traveling less. No, no, no. None of that. Uh, what it is, according to Terry Spencer in the Arizona Republican, in the Arizona Republic, and many other fuck faces is that <coughs> the climate change is causing a loss in profit and revenue. 
So you have to train yourself like I have done over the last few years to recognize the propaganda and how to read and listen through the bullshit. Because if you don't, as we have seen in the recent past, if you cannot shift through the bullshit, you'll risk being fucked hard. Uh, now, speaking of bullshit, propaganda, and fake journalists, I found another article in this newspaper. Uh, this journalist's name is uh, E.J. Montini. Uh, he's a, commu a, a, a communist, well, pretty much, a columnist for Arizona Republic, uh, the Arizona Republic newspaper, USA Today Network. And uh, EJ wants you to know that if you're a MAGA supporter and you threaten politicians, that um, you're an idiot. Uh, another idiot heads to prison for threats. Do you think former President Donald Trump or groupies like U.S. Uh, Representative Andy Biggs and Carrie Lake feel even a teeny tiny bit responsible when another gullible dope is sentenced to prison for threats against Arizona officials after failing for falling for the conspiracy theories and BS about rigged elections? Nah, me neither. On Monday, an Iowa man was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for threats against Supervisor Clint Hickman and former Arizona Attorney General Mark uh, Brovich. Among other things, uh, Mark Reese left a voicemail message for Hickman saying, in part, you're going to die, you piece of, sh piece of shit. Uh, we're going to hang you. We're going to hang you. Yeah. Not exactly the brightest bulb in the MAGA marquee. Uh, we know how... This all got started. At least we know how it all became accepted. It became okay for Republicans to spew violence, violent rhetoric the moment Trump scored big with the GOP base by talking about how Mexico was sending us drug dealers, criminals, and rapists. Uh, then it goes on and on and on. So, listen, I'm no fan of Donald Trump anymore. Haven't been since 2022. But that doesn't mean him or any of his supporters, you know, aren't being fucked by the opposite party. Why is a journalist allowed to print out a piece like this and not have it be labeled in the opinion section? EJ has every right to write about whatever he wants. But this is 100% propaganda. This is 100% his opinion. And this needs to be in the opinion section. Allowing readers to know that this is not potentially factual, but an opinion of a journalist. Instead, it's printed out as if it's a factual piece. And notice the headline too. Another idiot heads to prison for threats. Would I personally leave a voicemail threatening a politician of, ha of uh, hanging? No. Uh, at least not yet. Uh, but how are those threats any different than what Democrat politicians, voters, and supporters did 
during Trump's campaigns and presidency from 2015 to 2020. Comedians had jokes about murdering Trump. Kathy, uh, what's her name? Kathy Griffin held a make uh, a pretend Trump head with blood coming out of it. Snoop Dogg uh, had a had a video of a uh, oh what is it? Not, not a song video, uh, some rap video, whatever it was, of him. Uh, some guy dressed up as Trump and he blew his head off. Democrat politicians tweeted about how their supporters were soldiers and should resort to violence against the racists who support Trump. How many times did BLM threaten lives? I mean, fuck. They destroyed cities and murdered white people for six months during 2020. Why is it okay for Democrats to destroy cities, riot, loot, and threaten politicians. But when Republicans who do those things, same things, they get labeled as domestic terrorists, idiots, racists, fascists, extremists, radicals, and get thrown into prison. Why? Because we no longer live in a country where we have freedom of speech, and are currently living in a country where there is a one-party dictatorship that is the Democrat Party. And my question is, what are Republicans going to do about it? I'm old enough to say this. Uh, I've seen two movements outside of the social justice movements in my life on the political side. One was the Reagan movement. Reagan had a hold on his base, the country at large. They saw him as someone who was willing to stand up for American values, whatever that might have meant. Now, I thought it was reactionary. Uh, The other movement I saw was, was Barack Obama, hope and change. That galvanized the American people. I've never seen anything like this with Donald Trump. I mean, what doesn't kill you make you stronger? I mean, being convict i mean being indicted that's making them stronger raising 10 million dollars using an ugly mug shot uh to raise money this is a movement and anyone who thinks that you can apply the old political rules to trying to defeat this candidate based on he's scary he's ugly whatever you might want to call him this is a movement and we have to respect the fact that it's a movement i have many disagreements with Trump and his supporters. But you have to be a brainwashed zombie to not see that this is a war on Trump. Is Trump perfect? No. Will I vote in 2024? No. But what does Trump represent even with all of his faults? Trump's a man who is not your average president, not your average politician. He has a massive ego and loves to take revenge on people who, in his mind, have wronged him. The Democratic Party, along with rhinos and the Republican Party, uh, war mongers, climate change pushers, the FBI, CIA, etc., all hate Trump, not because he was a great president who drained the swamp, because he didn't do that, 
or you know they hate him because he arrested Hillary Clinton. He didn't do that either. Uh, no, they they hate him because he's a loose cannon. Sure, just like with any politician, which is what Trump has become since 2016. Uh, he's no longer the outsider like he still claims to be. He can be controlled by certain groups and or agencies. The problem is that these old school politicians and these three letter agencies have with Trump is that at any moment, Trump can go off the rails anytime his ego is damaged. And I'm, and I say that not to put Trump on a pedestal because yes, it's true that Trump can go after the Democrat Party, but he's also a huge supporter of the police and his operation of warp speed vaccines. So his ego causes him to not just be a threat to Democrats, but also the unvaccinated and people who are against giving any more power to the fucking police. And once you step back from the MAGA movement, you'll understand that Trump won't fix anything, even if he's allowed to be voted back into office. Let me give you a few examples of what I'm talking about with Trump. And again, this is not an attack on Trump. This is just me trying to get people to wake up to his massive ego and the fact that this upcoming 2024 election means absolutely fucking nothing. Because all these politicians are liars. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words. We will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. So he tweeted that out a couple of days ago. Actually, I think it was just the other day. Him saying, "Do not, we will not comply with the new COVID mandates and vaccine mandates, the COVID tyranny. And then we will not comply with the new locked, with any lockdowns. 
just the other day he tweeted, uh, I believe it was August 26th. Fox News lies. They are still pushing de-sanctimonious DeSantis, uh, saying he can beat Biden. Actually, he's losing to Crooked Joe in all the polls, and I'm winning it all. Fox News just doesn't learn. This has been going on since 2016, saying I won't beat beautiful Hillary, and then I did. Look, Ron is a loser. He only won because of my endorsement. He's a horrible campaigner, and his Florida numbers are being exposed. He loved Fauci, closed the state, and had third most COVID deaths in the U.S. He can't win. Huh. Now you, if you didn't know, if you were either asleep the last three years, or if you were completely brainwashed and part of the Trump cult and backed him up no matter, and think that, you know, Trump's playing 5D fucking chess and that he, what he, what he did during the, the, the COVID madness, the, the, the pandemic, uh, all that, all that had to be done. He did all that on purpose to show everybody, you know, that, that, that he, he he did it to save the economy and to to prevent covid passports or whatever the fuck QAnon fucking believes Trump came out tweeting a video we will not comply with the new mandates we will not comply with lockdown or with COVID tyranny, saying DeSantis loved Fauci, closed his state, had the third most COVID deaths in the U.S. But, as I said, unless you're completely fucking brainwashed, or you've been asleep the last three years, um, Trump locked down the country. And I know everyone's, there are certain Republicans, many of them, that will say, well, he actually didn't lock down the country, um, didn't do any of the, any of the mass mandates. Um, he, he allowed the states to make their decision. Um, no, actually, technically, he did not. Um, what he did was he just pushed it off to the fucking states. And then anytime states like uh, Florida or Georgia or, you know, like South Dakota wanted to reopen early um, or who didn't really want to follow the mass mandates, Trump and his Operation Warp Speed team, his team that involved Fauci and the CDC, uh, told them no. prevented them from reopening early or, you know, not not having the COVID uh, mass mandates. When you stop bending over for Trump, 
for all of his fucking mistakes. Because let's face it. Sure, Trump did a lot of great things during his presidency. But when it mattered the most, his greatest test, COVID, he failed. And he failed epically. He's still failing. He put Fauci in power. He allowed the social media censorship to happen on COVID. He allowed the 14 days to slow the spread. He allowed that to turn into over a year. He allowed a lot of these governors and mayors to get out of, and a lot of other corporations and companies to get out of control with the mandates and their lockdowns. He never stepped in. He allowed the mass mandates to happen countrywide. You couldn't fucking fly on an airport unless you had a mask. Any, any form of transportation, that, that's, that's something Trump could have controlled. He could have eliminated that, but he didn't. Because he put his trust in Fauci and the CDC. He created Operation Warp Speed, which we know the vaccines not only do not work, but cause myocarditis. And I've injured millions of people and have killed tens of tens of thousands of people. And that's a low estimate. If you're looking from the various reports, but this guy, the same guy who issued commendations to operation warp speed members, including Fauci and Burks, you can look this up. It's an article from January uh, 19th, 2021. Trump issues commendations to Operation Warp Speed members. He, he uh, on his last day in office, President Donald Trump issued commendations to a number of people for their contributions to Operation Warp Speed. A White House effort to distribute 300 million doses of viable COVID-19 vaccines by January 2021. So, but I'm supposed to sit fucking, I'm supposed to sit here and vote for him. Why? Because he's a lesser of the evil? I'm supposed to vote for him just to not vote for Biden? I'm supposed to just say, eh. I mean, I know you're just completely pushing propaganda yourself on your own followers and lies as well. Um, but you're Trump. So I'll, I'll vote for you. Here's Joe Rogan. As we, as I go into a, my summary here, 
here's Joe Rogan and Bill Mayer um, on the Joe Rogan podcast. He just uh, interviewed Bill Mayer, I think, yeah, just yesterday. And there was a part where I was listening to it and I had uh, recorded some of it where they talk about Trump versus Biden and the problems with Trump, the problems with Biden and Bill Mayer just, just, just goes complete Trump derangement. And I bring that up because it transitioning into the, the other topic I wanted to talk about, which is like, what the fuck is the point of voting? Um, but also right after that clip, you'll hear Tucker Carlson for about five minutes predicting a war with Russia in 2024 and how if they can't arrest Trump, then in order for them to stay in power, because that's all, that's all it's about. It's not about fucking freedom. It's not about democracy. It's not about making your vote count. It's about staying in fucking power. And that goes with both sides. Tucker Carlson predicting a war with Russia in 2024 so that they can suspend elections, much like what Zelensky is doing in Ukraine. So uh, we'll play those two clips, and then I'll give my uh, comments on it. This is kind of, this is the one thing I really don't like about Biden is the way, and I know you really hate him. I don't hate him, but the way he just goes along with shit like this. I feel like he doesn't really believe in it. He just He's just like an old guy who doesn't quite get it. You know, the kids are doing what? But he, he's like the husband, you know, who who doesn't really understand what the kids are into. Right. But he doesn't want to start a big fight about it. So when the wife says, honey, the kids want to cut their dicks off and tear down a statue of Lincoln. He's like, yeah, oh, fine. OK, I'm watching the game. Leave me alone. And so he just goes along. Yeah. with all the woke nonsense because he doesn't want to fight that wing of his party. He can't afford to have a battle on the left. Yeah. So that's my big issue with him. I know you have others. Well, my my biggest issue is he lies a lot and he's probably... Well, certainly not more than Trump. Uh, oh, please. Come well, on, Well, listen, I think they both lie. I mean, I don't like but, but, that but, more okay. than this guy. Because I want to just, if you want to talk about Trump, we can talk about Trump. But if you just talk about Biden, I don't think comparing him to Trump does anybody any good. You just look at the well, police well, situation. Well, because they're running against each other. Yeah, okay. So it's, so it's kind well, of necessary. It could, it could when, if you want to talk about in terms of an election, you talk about the terms of the guy who's in the office right now. Like, why don't I like him? Well, one of the things that I don't like has nothing to do with any of his choices is that he's mentally compromised. I think there's something wrong, and I think it's clear. <laughs> As if the other guy isn't. Well, okay, he speaks much clearer. He he, he might be crazy. He might be a he sociopath. Is crazy. Okay. He's crazy and stupid. Say all those things, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that there's something wrong with Biden. Like, he makes up words. He stumbles through things. It seems he's, like he doesn't know where he is a, half he, the time. He's very, very old. That's my problem with them. Okay. Well, again, we're we're living in a world where perfect is not on the menu. These are the choices we're going to have. This is going to be who's running next time. You're going to have a yes, a doddering old man. Do you definitely think that Biden's going to make it to the 2024 elections? Because I'm not convinced. 
well, who knows? Yeah, he might not, and so might not Trump. Right. Oh, both of them could die at any minute now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you're like 70, whatever years old, 78 yeah. years old. One is 77, one is 80. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the end of the line. You know, here's here's my view of it. Um, I think the lies are, are are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or posthumously. But you're, you know, lies are always revealed by their nature. And these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the Biden administration has no idea what it's doing, that Joe Biden is not running the government, and that it's not working at all. And I think by that point, we're going to have a real economic contraction. I think we're going to be in the, in the teeth of a very tough recession, and that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming, the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win, right? Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right is afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be, no, what are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. That's what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. And really? On of yes, of course they want it anyway. Um, I don't think we'll win it, but that's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political matter. They need to declare war footing in order to assume war powers in order to win. I believe that, and I think well, the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting like even more vicious than it already is, and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're, we're funding their enemies. So we're fighting Russia, but I mean an open battle with Russia where we say we're at war with Russia. I think that could easily happen. Uh, you know, I think we could Tonkin engulf our way into it where all of a sudden missiles land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies been attacked. We're going to war. I could see that happening very easily. So if you're worried about that, you need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican-held Senate to force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace, which will be unsatisfactory as all forced pieces are. Like each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, we I would bet my house on it. We are going to war with Russia. And of course, the stakes are, are everything, our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other. So like, this is insane. They're insane. These are people who think men can become women who believe that face masks save you from COVID. I mean, these are not rational people. Would they go to war with Russia? Of course they would. Again, they want to anyway. And I don't know why Republicans don't get this at all, but they don't seem to get it. And meanwhile, Republican leaders, and Mitch McConnell's seen now too, so I don't even blame him, but all the stupid Republican senators and McCarthy in the House, I mean, it's pathetic. Um, these people are all on board with the war against Russia. Why? Well, 
I think it may even be scarier because you say they believe masks work or they believe men can become women and so on and so forth. I don't know that they believe that. I think well, it, it may be right. worse. I think they're, I think they can say or do anything to hang on to power. Their, their view of Russia is very, uh, and I can say this as someone who was, you know, against the Soviets when it mattered, um, when they existed. Uh, but I'm maybe the only person in the United States who doesn't really have very strong feelings about Russia. I don't, I don't, I'm not that interested in Russia. I don't see it as our enemy or ally. I just don't have strong emotions about Russia. So I look at this and I see true hysteria. Like they've convinced themselves that our global enemy is Russia. And I really think they mean that. And I certainly the Republicans mean it. You know, the Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, you know, the low IQ wing of the Republican Party, which is most of the Republican Party, is low IQ at the leadership level. They all think that and they mean it. And like someone needs to slap them awake. You're leading this country to its destruction. We've already lost control of the world. The American empire's in free fall right now. And we're going to lose the U.S. dollar. And when that happens, we're going to have real poverty here, like Great Depression-level poverty. And it comes from this war. And I don't understand why no one else can see this, but it's super obvious once you leave. The, go Spend a week in Europe and talk to smart people on both sides. Like, it doesn't matter what their politics are. And ask them, like, what, what effect do you think the war in Ukraine has had on American leadership in Europe? <laughs> Dude. And by the way, Western Europe is our only reliable ally in the world. We only have one out real ally, um, and that's Western Europe. And Western Europe is being destroyed by this. The German economy was crushed when the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream. I know nobody cares, but if you think like long-term about this, they're really kicking the legs out from under this country in a way that is not possible to repair at least in the short term. Here's the problem that I have with so-called the democracy that we live in, right? Some people would say that we live in a republic. Why does everyone get to vote? Why is my vote the same as a vote from some 18-year-old female who spends her time posting naked images of herself on TikTok? Or why is my vote the same of some BLM terrorist? I can know everything there is to know about politics, foreign policies, the history of the United States, etc. And my vote will still be counted the same as a person who knows nothing about politics. Can't even tell you who fought in World War II. Uh, can't even tell you how many branches there are in the fucking, um, in the government. Post black squares on Instagram and support of BLM. Think masks and vaccines save lives from COVID. And spends most of his or her life scrolling endlessly on TikTok videos of, of, of cats being scared of cucumbers and thinks men can have babies. Are you, you going to tell me that that's fair? That's okay? I mean, you, you could easily flip that to the other side. You know, if you're in support of all of that, 
BLM, the Biden administration, if you want to have abortions all the way up to birth, if you're voting, why do you think that your vote should be the same as somebody who you think is a Trump racist, a, a voter of Trump, of somebody who is, believes in QAnon, or thinks that abortion should be banned, or doesn't support Ukraine, or flies a don't tread, tread on me flag. Why, why should your vote count the same as theirs? I mean, at the very least, why isn't there a test to vote? Can we at least get that? Is it too much to ask that you should have to take a test every four years before voting? A test that includes basic U.S. history? Like, who fought in the Revolutionary War? Who fought in the Civil War? Uh, when was the Declaration of Independence signed? How many states are there in the U.S.? What are the three branches in government? How many times can a president serve? Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be U.S. history. No, well, not all U.S. history. It could be, you know, how many... Name the oceans. Basic geography. What's the... If you live in a state, what's, what's the capital of your state? What's, who's the governor of your state? Or basic math, like addition and subtraction. Or questions like, why are you voting? What are you voting for? You know, like, why are you voting for a particular candidate? Why not the other candidate? What policies do you agree and disagree with with your chosen candidate? Basic shit, folks. If you truly believe that your vote counts and whoever wins basically is in control of how you live your life, whether it's president, a governor, mayor, whatever, then wouldn't you want at the bare minimum citizens who have a basic understanding of government history and math to vote. And I include math because if someone can't figure out basic addition and subtraction without a calculator, do you really want that low IQ retard to vote? Because <coughs> when retards vote, you get people voting for Trump because he'll arrest Hillary Clinton or He'll drain the swamp or because he's an outsider. Or you'll get people who voted for Obama because he's black or voted for Hillary Clinton because they want to see the first woman as president or people who voted for Biden because they thought simply Trump was racist and there's no one else to vote for. We are at a point in this country where voting does not matter anymore. 
we need another civil war. Or at the very least, split the country up into fucking sections. You can have one section or, or states. Split the, split the states up into fucking certain sections. Where one section, Democrats can be in charge. Uh, you know, another section... Republicans can be in charge. Another section, libertarians can be in charge. Uh, another section, people who love climate change can be in, be, can be in charge. Uh, another one where anarchists can be in charge. Then we can truly find out whose formula works the best. There is no other way, folks. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? You're gonna keep voting every fucking four years? Hey, I've said this many times before. Hey, what? And I learned this after the 2022 midterms. What are you gonna do? Your your person votes. Uh, your your candidate gets in. Whether it's a uh, let's just say let's just say presidency. Cool, awesome. Trump gets in. Now you have four years where. Half the country gets to tell the other half of the fucking country what to do with their lives. And they're backed up by the police. Or Biden wins, Gavin Newsom, whatever the fuck, and you know, your team wins, and you get to tell the other fucking half of the country what to do, and if they don't want to fucking do it, uh, then 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 they get arrested by uh, and fined by the fucking police. You heard the clip from Joe Rogan and Bill Mayer on Joe Biden and, and Trump. Do you think that anyone will convince people like Bill Mayer that Trump is not better than Biden? These people will vote for a fuck. These people will vote for their own turd. They will take a shit in the toilet and they will fill out a ballot and toss it in the fucking toilet next to their fucking turd before they vote for Trump. And the same can be said on the other side. Can you as a Republican be convinced to vote for Biden or Barack Obama or Hillary or Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama, a.k.a. Big Dick Mike? I mean, even you you even see it with some uh, conservatives and Republicans right now, where uh, John F. Kennedy on the Democratic side, and people I see in the comments won't literally don't doesn't care what the fucking name is. Could be Jesus Christ could be on the Democratic ballot, and Republicans and Satan could be uh, on the Republican ballot, and Republicans are go fuck that. I'm voting for Satan, dude. You'll never catch me voting blue. Same thing on the opposite side. You could have Black Lives, the founders of Black Lives Matter running as Republicans, and Donald Trump can switch over and voters to be on the Democratic candidate. And the Democrats will vote for fucking Trump. Just because he's on Team Blue. That, that Does that make fucking sense to you? 
does voting does it does, does voting make sense to you anymore? Let me ask you this. I don't know if you voted for Biden or Trump or how you plan on voting in 2024, if you do at all. I'm not. I'd much rather prepare for a fucking civil war. But what happens if your presidential candidate doesn't win next November 2024? If you're a Democrat voter, what will you do if Trump gets into office again? If you're a Republican voter, what will you do if Biden and Michelle or Newsom wins again uh, in 2024? You see what's happening to this country under under the Biden administration. Do you think as a conservative Republican, do you, you think we can survive another 48 years of this? You think we can survive a war with Russia and or China? If Trump wins, what will all the liberals with Trump derangement like Bill Mayer do? Riot? Loot? Assassinate Trump? Even if Trump wins, he'll only have four years. What happens after that? I mean, we, and that's if he makes it his four years. We saw with Biden. I mean, look how far Biden has declined during his first term as presidency. It's not even the same guy. How do we know Trump will be? He's 77. He'll be 78 by the time the next election rolls around next year. 79 on his first year and his second term. 80, 81, 82 years old by his last year as in his second term as presidency. What happens after the four years? Another Democrat gets voted into office and we play the game of this is the most important election in our country all over again. The 2016 election was the most important election ever. Remember? Hillary Clinton versus Trump. We can't allow Trump to go in because he'll start World War III. Even though Biden's in right now and World War III is on, we're on the brink of World War III. But remember last, uh, that election, that, that was the most important election ever. Keep Trump from being president. Then it was the 2020 election. Don't let Trump be a president. For a second term, you had to get back to normal, right? Then it was the 2022 midterms. That was that was the most important midterms ever because abortion was on there. And now it's the 2024 election that they're saying is the most important on both sides. It's the most important. Democrats are saying the 2024 election is the most important election in our in our fucking history because Trump's running again. And we can't allow Satan to be president again. The Republicans are saying the same thing. 2024 election is is the most important election in our lifetime because we can't allow the Democrats 
the pedo lovers to destroy this country and have another four years in office. Our country can't handle it. Are you seeing a pattern? We're living in Game of Thrones, people. We are on the spinning wheel. The wheel of voting. Endlessly, pointlessly voting. For politicians who don't give a fuck. They only want power. You see that with Democrats and and then trying to rig elections and start World War fucking three to suspend elections, censor people on social media for their viewpoints that they don't agree with, calling it hate speech. You see the same thing with Republicans banning abortions. Because they believe in a different religion than you do. You're they're Christian, you're not, you're a piece of shit. In order to fix the country, everyone needs to have God in their lives again. Everyone needs to pledge of allegiance in the school again. It's, it's called nationalism. The same as China, by the way. The only way, I mean, I just looked up the, uh, Trump had a mugshot um, that it was put on t-shirts and he raised like over $10 million. You think that motherfucker needs $10 million? These people are billionaires billionaires the fuck does he need funding for why is he asking the average american who can barely afford groceries who's getting taxed up the fucking ass who's paying five bucks a gallon for gas Why are they asking them for money? Same thing with Oprah Winfrey and and Rock, uh, the, the, the Dwayne Johnson, the, the other day asking uh, the American people to donate money to the people of, of uh, Maui. Billionaires. Billionaires who literally could stop working and they would never, they could just sit in their fucking house every day and have paid fucking slaves, bring them whatever they need for the rest of their lives and never think about money ever again. They're asking you to fucking donate money and they're not donating anything themselves. And if they are, it's like a million bucks.
chump change for these fucking people. The only way to beat the game is to break the wheel. Stop voting. Stop supporting politicians who lie. Stop funding their campaigns. Break the wheel. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men hold the rich men. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know. But I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't shit. And it's taxed to no end. Don't the rich men, don't the rich men. I wish politicians look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the old beast milking welfare. God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true. But it is, oh it is, living in the living world, with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men, Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think, want to know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do, because your dollar ain't shit. And it's taxed to no end, cause the rich men, not the rich men. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for bullshit pay. 